Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal with Conan Neutron and Josh Davis. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. The thing is, though, if you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with shot and nails. Confidence of a hero or fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. That's like a science thing, right? Yes, 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 it is. <laughs> the on-air sign has been ignited, and your cigarettes shall not be, because this is not an airplane, and you are not in the 1970s. You are in the one, the only... Photonic reversal. And we thank you for listening in. Hello, can, Josh. Hello, Conan. Can you feel it? In I the can, air. I can I can feel it. I can feel it. It's in the air. <laughs> it's in the, it's it's in the air. Photonic reversals in the air. All around you. <laughs> Infecting you. Oh, oh. Infectious grooves of. I'm just going to stop that right now. That, Bubos that's, that's of conversation? I don't know. Something like that. Sure, why not? That's that's fine. That'll that'll do fine. Uh, it's uh, 7 o'clock in Central, and it's time for the show. It is indeed. And uh, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to. I appreciate you buying me time with I the, uh, the thought extended let, reading there. I thought I'd let everybody know that uh, it was time. And Are you going to read the weather next? Because that would be. It's fucking cold, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. I, I, uh, I got blustery and shit. I'm like, yeah, ugh. it's blustery as hell. We didn't get a, we didn't get a, we didn't get a, an autumn so much this nope. year. Nope. We went That's... from eighty degrees straight down to winter. It's because I'm here. Ugh. I'm you. I am the culprit. No. Actually, I mean, I don't have like a weather machine or anything. I'm uh-huh. just saying. Uh, hey, uh, we got. Um, Nick for Multicult yeah. tonight. Ah! Hey. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Why are we doing that? I can yeah, just do this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, Zert, precious calories. We've got a studio audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come mm-hmm. on. Why, why wouldn't hey, we? Take these. Take why, these, audience. <laughs> why wouldn't I? The Conan Neutron story. <laughs> Is that oh, another alternate? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna, <laughs> so there's going to be alternates. so many alternate titles, I won't need to write the book. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> It'll just be the entire, Literally just a full chapter of text. Like, that's actually not the worst idea. No. Or at least for a chapter. Maybe See, not for a whole book. <laughs> a chat book. A companion book. If Good you intro. Yeah, intro yeah. chapter. Other titles <laughs> that this book should have had. What the hell am I reading? The Conan Neutron story. <laughs> I, or, actually, speaking of books. Yes. That's, that's books. funny you mentioned books, Josh. Hey, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. Hey, Josh. Oh, did you say something about books? Uh, I sure did, Conan. What are you talking about the books? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Hey. I got a a Nick Cave illustrated graphic novel oh. uh, from this. Uh, I think it gets a European uh, comic artist mm. that uh, basically illustrated a bunch of songs and sort of like real stories, fake stories, Nick Cave legends. Like like it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole thing, okay. and it's re- it's really cool looking. Nice. Uh, I haven't actually read it yet. Well, but I, but I got it. Yeah. I and for some reason I thought that that's what I. Got in the in the in the mail that was sitting in, in your stool when you came in. 
Oh, I would have assumed it was actually Larkin. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that because I literally already got it. So it's, this, this is, the <laughs> logic of this makes again? zero sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you sure you don't smoke the Mota? Oh, dear. Uh, but no, that was actually a scale to weigh, weigh coffee, a small digital scale yeah. uh, for those keeping score at home. Conan's going to weigh some coffee in his lifetime. Well, have you? So as, as an avid coffee drinker. Mm. Uh, avid fan blend now available for crappy coffee roasters Marquette, <laughs> Michigan. Ooh. Not getting on that either. Ah. Uh, uh, yes. As a avid, oh yeah, yeah. So, so I found that the <laughs> best way. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm, <laughs> looks like we got sidetracked again. Oh, the Kona boy. Neutron story. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> So this, this whole show is a series of sidebars, <laughs> a rapid series of sidebars, and the uh, occasional joke. Uh, you are supposed to weigh your coffee. Uh, like the the best way apparently to make it like truest to how how to taste and 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 the best kind of coffee is rather than measure it out by like number of beans or, or, or uh, oh sure yeah you, you, you weigh you grind it and then you weigh the grinds apparently that makes sense just to equalize yeah sure. So I got this little uh, scale that's probably meant for uh, gentlemen or ladies who are purveyors of the wacky tobacco, I would imagine. Oh, I, well, people that uh, maybe send a lot of small packages. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe you really like sending individual stamps through the mail. You know, or maybe maybe uh, the, the free scale that came with your stamps.com package is just not, not cutting it. <laughs> stamps.com, everybody. Not a sponsor of anything. Yeah, not a sponsor of Protonic Reversal. No. Although, hey. Eh, yeah. I don't know. I, I use it. I kind of forget I have it most of the time. Actually, you know what ends I've up never happening? Used it. You know what happens with the stamps.com? I'm going to tell you. And this this is how you know you're going to get the real talk. <laughs> Let me know. You're going to get the real talk down. from uh, Protonic Reversal. Because everyone else is taking their goddamn money. The, 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 the stamps.com lobby money. <laughs> <laughs> the powerful stamps.com lobby. Uh, I always end up running out of ink of the printer. So it's oh, a fantastic yeah. service, other than the fact that I'm constantly buying goddamn ink for the goddamn printer. Yeah. And that's really, I guess, where my beef is. Stamps.com okay. is fine. They're, 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 they're maybe the drug dealer in the situation i don't okay, know okay so your real problem was with big ink big ink Perdon <laughs> <laughs> conversal brought to you by big ink hey, oh. print yourself um, some <laughs> <laughs> but see that's why i've never used stamps.com is i have not owned a printer in many a year i think before stamps.com yeah, was a thing there's no real reason to have one i don't think i mean so we, no, we can so here here so from my perspective when it's time to like send out you know, promos or or if you've got a new release, it's great for that. Yeah. Really good. But the rest, rest of the time, of time? Uh, maybe less so. <laughs> so you might as well just go to a print shop. Yeah. Because you're going to be doing all this printing all at once. They've got all the equipment. They upkeep it. I ain't got to bother with that business. I got all these Groundhog's Day banners. Where am I going to make them? <laughs> make them at your local print shop, lad. <laughs> lad or lass. <laughs> or lass. Let's not be sexist. Hey. <laughs> well, tiny lass, head on down to. <laughs> I don't know why I jumped to Groundhog. Was it Groundhog's Day banners? Is that what I jumped yeah. to? Yeah, okay. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? I, that seems like the least likely holiday to have a banner. A le- well, if you're in Punxsutawney. Yeah, maybe, well, mm, mm, uh-huh. mm, we'd like to welcome our Punxsutawney listeners. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry so sorry. That, uh, the Josh Davis star. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, you haven't listened. <laughs> yeah, there, here we are. Oh, boy. All right. Um, um, Bob saying, weigh the beans first, then grind them when it's in college and need a printer. Now I'm not printing uh, papers. So it just takes up space. All right. Well, now, Bob, uh, my question is, and you'll hopefully be able to answer this on the uh, chat box and we can uh, discuss otherwise, but if you uh, weigh the beans first and then grind, I mean, it, it, it's kind of an either or situation, I would think. 
Mm. Um, mm. You know, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not, if you're, not, if you're, you're measuring by weight, they're going to weigh. Ideally, it should weigh the same. I, thought that, I would think the same. Um, Your beans weight on the moon. <laughs> the, the lost man or Ashman EV. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm really putting a lot of like, there's a lot of um, a weight, no pun intended, into this where I'm just like, I just pour the coffee and I grind it and I make it. It doesn't matter that much to me. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, 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 I'm not the biggest coffee connoisseur, I guess. I enjoy it at times. Mm. Okay, but, uh, but it, it's not uh, important. Have you enjoyed any crappy coffees, avid fan blend? Available I... at the Kona Neutra and the Secret Friends merch table. <laughs> I have not tried that blend. Oh, it's I'm, pretty good. I'm still rocking my uh, my uh, 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 my fish room hangover. Oh blend. yeah, 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 yeah. That's See, good. that's how long it's been since. That's how much coffee I drink. Dylan roast some good coffee, man. Everything oh, yeah. I had from him is really good. Yeah, um, I'm for it. Uh, yeah, I'm for it too. <laughs> the Kona Neutron story. I'm for it too. <laughs> Uh, so let's, hey, what's, what's so uh, you on? said you hadn't listened to uh, a whole lot of Multicol, right? Not a whole lot. I didn't have time today, unfortunately. Okay, well, they're, they're a great band. Uh, we're going to play a couple tunes from them. I think we're going to talk to Nick. Cool. Who, who was uh, taking time out of his day to come be a delightful guest on this delightful show. Much appreciated. And uh, he's a good dude. They're a good band. Let's do, uh, sure, what are we going to do here? Let's do um, Fast Leaking Energy. This is, a, this, is, this is a good one. I don't... <laughs> As I freely said before the show, where I'm usually much funnier than the actual show, hey. I don't really remember any of their song titles, but I appreciate all their song titles. Sounds good and sciencey. Yeah, it's very sciencey. It's sure. the whole thing. Uh, Fast Lincoln Energy, Multicult. Goes on something like this. <laughs>
Cry, that is Multicult with Festivus. And uh, before that, we had another Multicult jam that was, uh, <laughs> depending on who you talk to, that was one of two songs. They typed two things, but I believe that was actually actually uh, Fast Leaking Energy. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I, I said Tesseract because that's what I originally was going to play, and I changed my mind because I do that. It's a whole scenario. And uh, yeah, it's a whole scenario. And that's it's a whole scenario. The Kona Neutron story. <laughs> that's another one. And, and then joining us now, we have uh, we have we have Nick from Multicult. Nick, how you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. There we go. Right. Yeah, there there go. Go. Let's, let's get a little studio audience in here. There we go. Much better. <laughs> uh, th- thanks so much for uh, for being on the show. We really appreciate it. How's how's uh, you in Baltimore right now? Yes, I am. Uh, just south of. At uh, UMBC. What's the scene report like there? Um, the scene as in musically or just like my uh, present surroundings? Uh, I guess either one, really. Yeah, I'd I mean, say yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a dark, rainy college campus that I'm leaving right now. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's butt ass cold and all that. So, just so we're. Yeah. Right. Which, yeah so but more interestingly. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, there's been uh, like a big thing moving through here uh, lately. Uh, music wise, it's been uh, pretty cool too. Got a, a few cool shows coming up. Um, Multicult's playing uh, uh, EMP Collective next week. Oh, nice! Uh, with buildings uh, oh. from Minneapolis. Yes, buildings. I'm very familiar. O- old buds, friends of the show, friends in general, um, friends for up in the other life of, of rock and roll. Uh, yeah, great band. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, fun guys too. Yeah, very good. Oh, yeah. yeah, terrible people. Awful, just the worst. <laughs> That's supposed to be the bad compliment, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they are as human beings. The more they excel as a musical unit. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's a guideline, but you know. Yeah, and so it's uh, so Josh, uh, and of course, is my co-host Josh Davis. I'm not sure if you guys have been introduced. Hello there. How are you? <laughs> how does it do? It does. It does do. <laughs> That's good to know. I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, you, you guys you guys are active and doing stuff. You work very hard as a band. You do a lot of the touring. I was I was not to immediately leap into it. I was absolutely heartbroken to hear uh, what, what happened with you guys in Oakland. Uh, not to immediately jump into the bummer stories, but would you mind relating that to those that maybe didn't hear? Oh sure. I mean, there's not a whole lot to tell. You know. Uh, you know, it's funny because we've lived in Baltimore uh, for, or two out of three of us have lived in Baltimore for over a decade, and, uh, you know, that city is sort of, uh, is uh, has a renown for uh, that kind of stuff, but we just have never encountered it, um, nor have I in 14 years of touring have, in any band, have never had that happen, so we just sort of figured it was our, our turn to get a, to get a break in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was actually really lucky. We, the, the, we when we got to our van, it had been ransacked, uh, so you couldn't tell what was missing and what wasn't. Uh, but after we were able to kind of like pull everything out, and for the next couple of days, we weren't able to get a window. So every show or every place we'd stay, we'd have to do another load after the show oh, to load the gear out of the van because we couldn't yeah. leave it in the van. You know, yeah. so that was just kind of annoying. Um, it's also very loud when you're driving with no window. Oh <laughs> yes, yes it is. Well, yeah, you know all about. Yeah, it. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Josh's Josh's band. Uh, they they had a they had a van that um, pretty much was an unholy death machine. <laughs> that that I, I was always shocked every tour we would we would play with them. 
and be like, wow, still got that van, huh? Yeah. Amazing. Hasn't killed you yet. That's what happens when you buy a number of vans the day before you leave on tour, and you just stick with it until it uh, until it just dies completely. Until the wheels come off. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. The power lines of our time. No, I was just gonna say I was really I was really sad to hear that that happened in Oakland. Because, of course, I live in Milwaukee now, but my you know Oakland's my home of twenty. Oh, really? I, 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 I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. How uh, do you like to How do you like to change the scenery? I I mean I love it. We have we have there's a ton, tons more space. Uh, obviously, there's winter here. You know, that's I'm not sure if you're aware that that's that's a thing, but uh, it's <laughs> yeah, not like foggy Irish Spring commercial, but like right. an actual. It's, it, it's more like driving around through the ice planet of Hoth. I would say. Uh, that said, there's more room to you know do art and do cool things, and the cost of living is way lower than the Bay Area, which you know obviously is is that was a huge motivating factor as well. But yeah. what, that was really stunning to me. That uh, sorry to interrupt. Just that um, just wanted to make a brief mention of how huge the homeless population there was right next to all of the Silicon Valley yep. giants being yep. headquartered there. That's really weird. Yeah, and that disparity is sort of like that. That's a, that's a new Bay Area in a nutshell. Uh, and when I say new, I mean NU with the umlaut, like there's crappy bands. And, yeah. And it sucks because, you know, when people think of Oakland, like for years and years, uh, in my old band, we we we, you know, we were a band from Oakland. We weren't a band from San Francisco. We were a band from Oakland. There's a distinct difference. We would always introduce ourselves as such. And the only two things that people ever would would mention would be the, the, the Raiders and Crime. Not and I don't mean the band crime. I mean crime. And sometimes, sometimes both in the same sentence, you know. Yeah, but but I got sick of just being like, look, like it's it's a it's a this is a, it's a good working class American city. It's got no higher crime than anyone else. But that said, you know, it's always such a, a bummer. Like, not that it wouldn't be a bummer if, if you guys had had that happen anywhere else. It's still going to be a bummer. But I was super sad that it happened in my in my old hometown, and I felt. Oh, don't worry. I felt not personally responsible, I guess, but I felt, I don't know. I don't know. I, I felt, it felt bad. It felt bad. A little hurt pride. Yeah, a little hurt, yeah, a little yeah. pride. Well, I, I appreciate the thought. Uh, but that's, I, I like the fact that you did not let it dissuade you and, and the multi-cult train kept it rolling, uh, so to speak. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I mean, we would have we done whatever we had to do. We're, you know, we were just getting started on, on that tour. So. It's pretty early on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, thankfully, a couple key, you know, all our, our gear after we were able to, like, you know, de-ransacify the, the vehicle was actually attacked. I was... Uh, my guitar, they tried to pry everything out, um, but they only, uh, because uh, our bassist, Rebecca, uh, sort of tetrises everything. In this mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, uh, you know, are you familiar with Katamari Damacy? Oh, yeah. The video yes. game? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like that. You're trying to pull, like, just this massive, like, wad of gear. Unless you pull it out in a certain order, it just all is one contiguous mass you know right. so we we really lucked out in that regard we were able to to uh <laughs> to to play through our stuff you know which was really nice sure and you know obviously yeah it would have been ideal if that had not happened at all but it certainly could have been a lot worse and it's good to you yeah yeah we lost a, a, you know a lot of personal shit like you know computers and stuff like that but you know uh I, i'm i'm happy it went that way and not the other yeah speaking of someone that 
was, and I keep turning this back around to me, which I hate doing, and I'm sure the listeners hate it just as much, but having been robbed on tour and, like, having actually lost a whole bunch of, of actual music gear, it kind of crippled the band for at least nine months, and we had to, like, cancel a whole tour because of it, and, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. It was the only time I, we were on Pitchfork, too. Stuff that's, like, not easy to reproduce. You can't just, like you know, get like a uh, hundred dollar facsimile and, and make the same thing happen. You know? Yeah. Right. Like for example, we had <clears throat> for our set, there's a lot of, uh, um, over the last couple of years, we've started to incorporate, uh, like stuff that we created through synthesizers mm-hmm. to for between songs that sure. it's kind of like part of the set. And like we play to that now. So, you know, I'm not really expecting, uh, or being expected to talk, you know, unless something really, I have something to say. Uh, and, you know, there's there's music the entire time we're playing. So to have something like that taken where there's just like hours and hours of work uh, that you, you can't you can't just go buy that, you right. know? Right, yeah. Uh, not, yeah not so much, not easily. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out there's not an for that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's uh, so. And you and you bring up kind of an, an interesting point that the fact that it, it kind of seems like, without being necessarily a guitar player magazine, Gear World uh, type of band, like what you guys oh, yeah. go through seems very distinctive and, and very important to the sound and what you guys do. And that that's just my assessment from having seen you play. But uh, is that a lot of it? Has to have to... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say. Do you think that's accurate? I mean, is that something where? Like I, I think in a large part, yeah. Um, I mean, we can we can make anything work uh, in a pinch for sure. But um, uh, for example, Rebecca, she has been doing a pedal company called Robo Pedals uh, for the last couple of years, and she she custom builds um, for now existing designs, but uh, as far as electrical designs, but she custom builds her own uh, pedals with uh, custom artwork, and um, she also like for her individual pedals will you know try different components out to, to really kind of hone in on particular tones yep. and uh, for you know everybody always talks about her bass mm-hmm. uh, like at every at basically at every like point of contact with other humans that <laughs> subject ever, <laughs> you know which is great for us you know um, uh, and she uh, you know you can't she can't just roll into the guitar center and get what she has you know spent you know, months sometimes yeah. uh, perfecting. You know, like she she makes a lot of the same designs uh, again and again, but they're different. Uh, you know, they're they all have like different flavors to them. And uh, she's got like a treated, you know, bass cap. You know, I'll, she's not here at the at the moment, so I'm not going to go into too much depth. But you know, it's pretty particular with that. And also for me, a lot of it is just having the available um, you know, in between song stuff that I've made just for our set that I you know, um, you know in retrospect now that's like definitely like a cloud backup sort of thing you know it's still like <laughs> relative, uh, you know but you know in the future we yeah, you know there's going to have to be an app for certain stuff like that because yeah. you never know when that kind of yep. stuff is going to go down yeah, and 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 I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned the uh, Robo Pedal stuff because uh, she's got a hell of an Instagram. I gotta say, like that's it's 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 awesome to see because yeah, each of the it's not just the pedals themselves are individual works and really awesome, but like yeah, really cool art. Yeah, 
which I, is something that I would not have expected to see like 15 years ago that there's this whole like artisanal pedal thing where people are like making these unique and special cool kind of small rubber things and like it isn't just like oh cool I'll buy this boss pedal from this I mean you can still do that yeah. obviously but like it's it's I don't know as even like I'm really I'm, I'm really not a gear man. like I've been playing on the same bullshit for the most part for the last 17 years right but I, I love like it does my heart good to see like other elements of art and artistry be uh, introduced especially to the kinds of music that I like I guess let's be right yeah absolutely and uh, yeah yeah it's you know but it's one of the, the the pros of the internet you know is just being able to get like minded folks uh, you know when, it, when it's not something harmful to people in general uh, to to be able to communicate and, and share stuff like that. Uh, so um, yeah, you know we we likewise uh, are not like gear nuts. Um, you know we we like reliable stuff that that sounds good. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, yeah. I also appreciate it. I don't even remember where the hell it was, but there, there was some kind of. <laughs> <laughs> there was some sort of very vague, purposely trolling statement uh, making the uh, the uh, presupposition that all EGCs were only meant for, like, you know, sub-neurosis-style, like, super detuned, <laughs> like, drop-down-to-stupid, like, like, doom stuff. And you brought up a very good point that's like, like look, man, these are tools like any other... And these, you know, they're, they're yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like people unleashing their fury upon uh, inanimate tools is a, a bit silly. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you slip, uh, uh, you slip on a banana peel, or you're gonna go punch the banana peel. Like, come on now. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and I thought I thought it was. It That's was, a an analogy, but I, I think you appreciate what I'm saying. No, for sure, and I felt like it was a very erudite explanation. You know, there, there was something that people can forget about because they get caught up in the style of things rather yeah. than being like, "Look, I mean, basically these are shovels, you know, for a very different purpose." Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you can still dig a ditch with a different shovel. You can still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it's be, an unusual choice of a shovel. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, if you, if you must. Right, if you have yeah, a, like you it. can have a custom shovel all you want. You can have a Dr. Jacoby golden shovel if you feel so inclined. But. That makes it easier and more pleasant to shovel up that shit. Yep. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. You go. So I would imagine, and 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 I don't know this necessarily for a fact. I just know that it's true that you guys probably get a lot of gear questions after you guys play, right? Like that's something that people uh, are excited actually, about. Uh, actually, yeah, Jake and Rebecca do. Uh, I get compliments. Sometimes on mine, but not not so much for me, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Gear is sort of like it's a nice like filler subject, you know, to to transition between other subjects of conversation. Um, you know, I, I'm probably I'm probably actually pretty guilty of like you know dragging people through gear conversations more than I uh, realize. But uh, in my conscious mind. I would say that that gear should always be sort of secondary to like the next interesting thing. You know? Right. Yep. Art or you know whatever the hell. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, man. I'm there with you. So, as and then speaking of other people's art, what what other like you know multicult? You know, you guys play a lot and you play with a lot of bands. 
what are some bands that you're really like digging that you, that you played with where you're like wow that's really cool that that's interesting that's something new or you know something that really speaks to me oh yeah sure sure well on this last tour we played this really uh, really cool band called Binkas uh, from yes. Athens, Georgia yeah really really cool band uh, reminds me um, I don't hear a lot of people say this but personally I'm reminded of the very early Danzig really? stuff where it's just like just very efficiently, you know, just every every instrument uh, is serving a very unique purpose uh, in the, the whole arrangement, you know, because okay. the instruments aren't, aren't, there's no redundancy, you know, okay. so it's just, it's very elegant. Um, elegant, if I, if yeah. I in the word. Yeah, and I, uh, no, they were, they were black. I'd say that matches too. Vincus are great. <laughs> I've seen him uh, a couple times now. I, I dug him a lot. Probably... I don't know if I could pick out a song necessarily, but I really dug everything I heard, and I probably should buy that record or something. But they have the, they had this a newer song that I, I I think I can't remember. I'll remember it as Hell. I think it maybe is just called Hell or Drag You to Hell. But um, uh, it's it's that that was a really really great one of the best like kind of rock oriented things I've heard uh, in a good good long while. So nice. That was a treat to see that um, several nights in a row. Yeah, I bet. Uh, other. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I, I was just, I was, I was one upping you. I was basically, uh, <laughs> say on, say on. All right, you win, you win. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead. Did you have, did you have other bands you wanted to mention, or? Was it oh different? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, um, just you know, uh, cool music stuff. Um, you know, we we got to play uh, with Vaz uh, uh, on this last tour, uh, both in three piece and two piece incarnations. Oh, nice. Huh. Very interesting. Uh, LA and Minneapolis, <laughs> which was uh, largely due to logistics, but it was really cool to see him in those formats. Uh, Paul has another band he's doing now uh, with uh, Adam Marks uh, and uh, the drummer. Uh, I think his name is Sean. I'm embarrassing myself. Oh, Sean from, uh, uh, from from Gay Witch Abortion. <laughs> exactly. Who also played with us at that show? Uh, nice. Awesome band. Well. Um, so yeah, that, that is one of our like you know touchstone just, just artists in general. Uh, 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 the Baz guys, Paul and Jeff, Tyler yeah. too. Just I, I would really, say really super creative. Yeah, I would say it's a little heretical in certain circles, but I like them better than Hammerhead personally. Like I think Vaz is fantastic. Like, and I don't diss Hammerhead at all, but I think Vaz is like not, wonderful. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm not going to. Uh, say either way, but I'm also not going to disagree with you. I'll let you fill in. <laughs> Appreciate your sense of restraint. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and so, of course, we're, talk, we're talking about the good bands. We're talking about the, the great bands that, that, that inspire and, and drive you to play harder. There are that are just great matches and great moments, but of course, they can't all be winners. Some of them are in fact winners. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> They can all be weird. <laughs> they can all be weird. A lot of, but um, outside of that, uh, a lot of other uh, music I've been consuming probably over the last, safely at six or seven years, has been a lot of uh, electronic or just electronic oriented stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just because you know, growing up with that whole <clears throat> the the noise rock thing, it's like you know, the the, the unsane, the shellac, geese lizard, all that stuff. You know, once you've listened to all those records, you know, a few hundred times uh, in their entirety, you know, like, start to kind of go out, especially when those are, like, such, um, for that 
for each of their um, flavors. They're 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 sort of like the the flavor that others are measured by. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, so it's like to kind of get out of my box. YouTube has been so cool for. Uh, I feel like that's like the best like modern music discovery tool. Um, and uh, granted, a lot of the electronic stuff I've been digging is like kind of somewhat the more retro. You know, the like the Klaus Schulz slash Tangerine Dream. Oh sure, mm, yeah. Stuff. But it, it's really cool. Um, uh, Jake is really into that band, the uh, uh, Blues Arch, and the Infinite. The, I think it's the Church of the Infinite Leading Hand. The Blues Arch is like the original artist, very like Swans like. Mm. Um, they have uh, some electronic, some electronic elements as well. Um, uh, so that gets a lot of play. Rebecca's real big into, as I and I uh, and Jake too, like a lot of the wax tracks. Uh, and stuff, you know, the, the French and Platoon, you know, uh, uh, Bolting Cox and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so a lot of that stuff is informed of the way that we kind of write uh, our music, you know, so we, we're kind of like thinking with that kind of structure in mind, but delivering it with the familiar uh, uh, rock tools, you know. Uh, not that that's like really anything that groundbreaking, but it's just... Uh, uh, we're we're all a bit older, so we have that. We're, we're we try and get out of our comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, I think it comes through for sure. I mean, and that's something where it doesn't sound like you're necessarily trying to do that kind of thing. But I think coming from from that place and like having that style influence, I think that totally like informs the music. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it makes it interesting to me. It's sort of like. I get to the point where if you if you're listening to a rock band that's only influenced by other rock bands, it's probably going to sound derivative, frankly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, this is like your your it's sort of like a cannibalistic formula right. unless you like allow the um, you know the, the the starting point to be outside somewhere. You know, if, if you want to go through. I mean, I you know it, it is art, and there are there's no rules to this. Oh uh, shit! You know, I don't know. Should I not? I shouldn't curse. No, no, you're you're fine. It's the internet. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, curse all you want. Yeah. <laughs> I hesitated there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like you know, it, it's good, and you know, everything you know, art wise, really ought to be just a guideline. You know, if you feel comfortable, and you know, if one feels comfortable that they're delivering something. Uh, that that needs to come out. That that's all you really need. Right. That's all. Well, for sure, and, and that's something that you know. I, I think it comes through, and it's also. You know, I'm not. I'm not usually. I'm actually a very harsh critic of band names, uh, at least if, if not explicitly on the show. Am I explicitly a critic on the show? Maybe. Eh, eh, really. I don't know, but definitely in my person. I mean, I will. I talk all kinds of trash. Believe me. <laughs> uh, but well, you I, know, it's your first foot. It's your leading foot. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. And I think you guys actually have a badass name. Like before, I had heard lick one of your music. I was like, whoa. Is it being called Multicult? That's awesome. I want to hear what that sounds like. And I don't feel like well, there's, I, I don't feel like there's that many band names anymore. And yeah. there's definitely not that many one-word band names anymore, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> like the, the 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 index is like almost uh, completely full. Right. Out. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like like even when when like, like we're done the grunts and noises. 
Yeah, because even Grinderman, like their first couple choices, they were like, oh, no, there's a band in Las Vegas called this. Oh, yeah. no, there's a band. Like, and it was like, oh, wow, it's cool to see like big famous rock stars, you know, cruising through like Facebook and MySpace and shit to <laughs> having the same problems. Yeah, and then if you're down to. It's good to do that, too, because it's like you're asking like the, the you know, uh, the, the, the hive mind if it's okay to, to name your band something. <laughs> right. Which is kind of, there's like a weird psychological yeah. uh, arrangement going on there that kind of sucks, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's definitely something where I think you guys struck gold early on. And like I said, some band names you're like, oh, okay, I guess yeah. I'll check that out. And some it's like, whoa, whoa, awesome. And you're definitely in the latter category for my, for me. And, I, and I'm an expert, so there you go. There you go. Oh, I, I appreciate it. You know, one thing that's always stung me, it's not so bad now because you can just search whatever, but I remember uh, a lot of times, you know, when you were looking up, uh, you're in a record store and you see an album cover, you're like, oh, my God, that art is so cool. Yeah. This band name is cool. Song titles are great. You put it on. It is so so far afield of what you thought it was going to be. <laughs> right. Not in a good way. You know. Yeah. It was like, why? Why all this? This is hugely misleading. Uh, but this is hugely misleading. Would, would be a good autobiography title as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that that kind of talk always reminds me of uh, uh, when the Hi-Fi found out there were there were. Uh, two other bands in the world called If Had a High Five. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. We uh, proposed that we all go on tour together. Yeah, I remember that. That was, that was in the, the... That was pre-MySpace, wasn't it? That was like... No, that was MySpace. Was that MySpace? I don't yeah. remember. I'm old. <laughs> MySpace is old now. Yeah, I know. Everybody what? MySpace? What is that? Is that a Facebook group? Is that on Snapchat? I'm talking about my personal space, man. I'm literally just talking about MySpace. Uh, so... <laughs> So uh, with with the multi-cult stuff, you, you, and you mentioned you know getting getting records and kind of being like, oh wow, this looks awesome! I can't wait to hear what this sounds like. I feel like with multi-cult, like uh, like with many bands that, that I enjoy, I think the art kind of it looks like what you guys kind of sound like to me. And I think, oh, that, cool. and that's something that I, I actually think about a lot, like more than more than I admit to <laughs> normally, uh, but. Like you guys, your your records look like what they sound like in a good way, and and I mean, is that something where how do you, how do you go by picking your art for for these records? I guess is my question. Uh, I, I I actually do the uh, the art for uh, all of our releases. Uh, oh snap! Okay. Rebecca, Rebecca uh, actually did collaborate with um, uh, Adam Marks for a split we did with Power Takeoff. Oh right, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, that was like some collage stuff. I helped a little bit with the layout too, but. Uh, but for our, our, our regular, you know, the stuff that's just us, um, records and seven inches generally, it's all uh, stuff that I did. Usually they're paintings, mm-hmm. um, okay. and, and, and then they're just, uh, uh, one of them was slightly adapted uh, digitally, but just because the painting didn't translate very well. But uh, any artwork generally you see on a multiple record exists as a painting as well. Uh, they're, they're generally kind of, they're kind of large paintings usually, too. There's um, about... Uh, Two, three feet, some are four feet wide. Are they available so. for sale or charity auction? Uh, you'll have to PM me on that. Uh, okay. On that, that. <laughs> 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 
So when when we're talking when we're talking guitar, as we seem to be doing a lot in this interview, uh, what who are who are the people that you kind of draw? Not necessarily that you're uh, trying to emulate, but you draw the most inspiration for for their playing. And to be clear, I asked this question oh, to Dwayne Dennison, so I feel totally comfortable asking this of you. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned Dwayne Dennison because uh, that was my first like I feel like actual. Um, uh, guitar, my, uh, it was like a guitar, uh, textbook, if you will, you know, learning those, that stuff, because I, I feel like to this day, it's, um, it's, there's a real dearth of, uh, like create, like really creative, uh, guitar playing, uh, that is like super, like that, that pushes that hard on every single song, you know, sure. yeah, yeah. that every song is so much its own thing. Dwayne Dennison was like, probably my number one like real i mean okay i got a guitar when i was like 13 <clears throat> learned like you know nirvana and metallica songs uh, i took like four or five lessons with like a you know music and arts guitar teacher <laughs> he was a nice guy he would tap out nirvana and metallica songs for me That's awesome. uh, and, and, and then uh you know i kind of like uh you know right around when i was 15 i, I like didn't have hardly any friends so like uh, other than like cool music you know so uh, those Jesus Lizard records. Actually, um, I can say this now that they're out of business, but I, I didn't have a CD player, but I stole like a bunch of CDs from Waxy Maxies. <laughs> Statue of limitations. It's like, it's really big. Uh, yeah, I don't think that company exists anymore. Uh, but yeah, like, you, you stole a lot of business, jacket. as it turns out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I stole like a, a few, a couple Black Flag CDs. I, I, I got the first four years and in my head. So I got the beginning, the Alpha and Omega of Black Flag. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. And I, I also, I did get slip it in in that stack, too. Um, so I got the Alpha and the Omega and then like the Gamma or the whatever's in the film. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, so Greg Ginn was that was a big part of it too. But um, Jesus Lizard's live CD show was actually my oh, first yeah. exposure to, it. and I was so like taken aback with how like the guitar was like almost clean, you know, it was like almost clean, but like so like so much more aggressive and like menacing than uh, like any kind of metal or punk I really had heard. You know, it was yeah. so weirdly specific. Um, uh, so, you know, in my solitude in that summer of being around, you know, 15 years old, I was like, uh, just, learn, you know, hold up in my room and like learned like a, a lot of their catalog. Uh, and then everything else after that, like felt like easy, you know, uh, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, you know, so like, uh, yeah, from that, you know, I was like, you know, like I said, huge Greg Gen fan. Um, when I was around 16, I got big into Unsane. Sure. Uh, we actually... Yeah, like a friend of mine, uh, my high school bandmate at the time, we like, <laughs> we bar I borrowed my dad's car saying it was staying the night at his house, but we drove from uh, Northern Virginia to Baltimore, which was like really, really rough back then. Um, and uh, like Chris, like we got there, we didn't have any money because we had to pay all these tolls. And uh, it was like, uh, more, yeah, more tolls, man. So we're like, we don't have any money. And we're in like, like a really like wrecked part of town uh and they're playing like this converted strip club but uh they like were like oh it's cool we'll just tell them you're with us and we'll uh you know you know we won't say anything uh and then you know we got to see them warm up and then they they played uh like people a lot of people showed up you know uh, the club was packed out by the time they played but uh yeah, that was that was that was probably my most like formative concert experience. Yeah, that's an unseen uh, move right there. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really, really stand-up band. Uh, but uh, yeah, because before I, I, I was also spoiled. My first show I ever saw was Fugazi, which oh, is fuck. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's for free, and I met Ian oh, nice. at the show, nice. and he was super cool to me. Uh, uh, my smarmy, chubby, fifteen-year-old uh, self, uh, <laughs> super nice. Um, so yeah, I saw that. I saw Deep Lizard a little while later at George Mason University, and then I saw it chained in a strip club. And it was that. That was a show where I was like, oh, like okay, well, you know, this. I, you know, I could picture this happening. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you, know, you know, where it's like it's it's not some weird like, uh, hey, we're. Uh, I mean, I'm saying it's huge, but uh, for you know, like at that time, uh, just to be like, oh, you know. It, it's not out of the realm of possibility for somebody who just wants to write whatever kind of music they want that is it. not catering to anything that, that, that you can do it and, and you'll find people that can that can dig it and understand it. Absolutely. And that's, it's, it's, it, I think it's important, just as important as to you know, have those bands in the upper echelon to sort of inspire you and kind of open up new worlds for you. That first band that's sort of like, oh, wow, they're just they're just going for this right now and this is, <laughs> like the stakes are like lower than this is not like this is a big deal for like the you know whatever the three dozen people here but like this is kind of like something i'm a part of i'm a, I'm a part of this thing right now yeah yeah it's, it's a really um yeah it was just a very especially just how that night could have gone you know <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously totally it's, it's like it turned away you know it's a, you know we weren't even old enough for the show we were also not old enough to go to the show i think <laughs> it was it was at least 18 and up or maybe 21 and up uh so yeah i i i have a uh, i loathe when i tell these stories in the air but i have a similar story of get, getting into a shellac a minor four show where uh, it was 21 and over and i was like three months away from being 21 and I decided I would just sit outside until I like basically willed myself to be inside. And uh, and to to their credit, the um, the, the the bass player for A Minor Force was like, "Why aren't Why aren't you coming in?" It was like they won't let me in. I don't have an ID. I'm not 21 yet. I'm like, "Oh, I'll get you in." <laughs> and, he, and John Trevor Benson just freaking snuck me into the show, and it was fucking awesome. So, and, and I felt like I had like done. Not just seeing like two amazing bands that I was like lo- would lose my shit for anyway, but like it was like I felt like I was getting one over on the world too in that same way. Where I was like, "This is the best. I want to be a part of this." You know, this scenario. Yeah. That stuff's important. Man. It, it matters. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's just like, especially it's just like it's so crazy how little gestures like that can really just, uh, you know, really just make somebody at least make somebody's day. You know, right? Totally. Yeah, I remember this potentially turn it around for me to disaster where they end up as a headline too. Yeah. <laughs> so, with uh, with multi cult, I've kind of uh, I, I enjoy the records. I kind of feel like uh, your, your live show is something that you know it, it, you, you say it a lot, but it's almost like it has to be seen to be believed because all three of you are such badass players, but you have this kind of. Uh, you know, sort of band telepathy. They kind of, it, it seems like you're so locked in and so in the space together that it's something that's very hard to describe. I've seen people try to describe it and they've done a very terrible job. And uh, and I think that is the case with a lot of my favorite bands. 
but that's something that, that kind of just seems to come when stuff's really locked in. And I mean, is is that something where did you, did you have an, an MO uh, coming in to be like, we're going to be the, you know, the, the James Brown, the famous flames of Joy's Rock? Or <laughs> did it just kind of happen that way? Like, what's what's uh, what's the deal? What's the deal with that? Oh, yeah, there's definitely not. There's no I mean, we just ha- happened to uh, when I first jammed with them back in 2010. Um, we started out and I just had like, I, I pressed a record of like a bunch of stuff I recorded by myself, um, the whole thing. Uh, and it was, I booked a show with no bandmates, uh, just to be like, okay, well, cool. I'll figure it out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's actually on YouTube. Just, uh, my, my friend Scott Russell actually filmed it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't ask him to, he just filmed it. <laughs> but it's our first show ever. And we practiced like, I think like two or three times but it was crazy because like i just showed them some stuff and then the way they played it was so much cooler than like my like little arrangement idea but like the chemistry was just like instant um like we we're the type of band like we actually don't i mean we do practice uh usually just like once a week uh but uh you know we just like you just we just play together and and then it just kind of sounds like that you know so like we're like okay well just everybody pull their weight, and it seems to work out pretty well. So we're very lucky there. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say it works out very well. Like, like I said, I, 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 people people attempted to describe it to me long before I saw you play, and I was like, you know what? Stop! I'm just I'll just go see them next time. <laughs> just stop! Stop doing that. But I, I do that a lot, though. Uh, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Every, you you got to make up your own mind. Right, exactly. At a certain like, I don't point, need, you don't. I don't need, I, oh no, I was just gonna say, at a certain point, like advocacy kind of becomes counterproductive. I think as well. Sure, sure. Uh, so, but but with multicult and with uh, you know with, with the recorded material and and the, and the live show and the fact that you guys do tour, this is a weird like. This is something that. I guess I end up saying a lot, but I feel like this is a weird time to be a active touring rock and roll band that doesn't already have like some shtick or like some hook to it where it's a, yeah, a, a story, a story, I guess necessarily an easily rockable 140 character story. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I never really pegged uh yeah, I don't know. Like this is like, I feel like, Music in general, like, has a has some story like properties to it. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Most people in this that play heavy rock music of any kind or not, um, nobody knows what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> you know, ain't that the truth? <laughs> so a lot of times, people are are not actually saying anything. They're just sort of they're just delivering like you know their emotional state. You know, right. like over over an amount of time. Which is fine because I mean, there's a lot of songs where you're supposed to understand the words, and to this day, nobody knows the damn words. You know, right, like right. they think it's something that makes no sense. So they're like, whatever, but it makes me feel good. You know. Sure. Uh, and so that that's kind of like, I feel like that's the milieu of the uh, like a, a noise rock band is to like, or you know, not to, to put it in a hole, but you know, um, just deliver something that people are like I like that that um, series of feelings is being shown right now you know 
Mm-hmm. No, and I think that's something that also comes true with uh, as far as the artwork goes too. Like it's it's again, it's kind of a unified messaging, if you will, <laughs> which I think is. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I like to see that. I like to see if people do things well. That's I guess that I guess that's I like to see things. I like to see people doing things well. The Conan Neutron story. <laughs> Uh, this is some show. Oh boy! Was the episode like a thousand? It's like a, a forest gump, uh, like sort of latitude. There. <laughs> <laughs> if you get hungry, eat something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> like, folks, put your tra- put your trash in the trash can. Explicitly obvious statements. Yeah, that's that's, that's my new thing. <laughs> Head that way, really fast. If you see something in your way, turn. <laughs> yeah. Adjust adjust your path of travel. <laughs> uh, so, as a as a fellow, uh, you, so you're talking to to a, a host and co-host that are that are total science nerds and that have had bands with very much science nerdy themes. Oh yes. Uh, I'm always appreciative of seeing fellow travelers who uh, who who mine into at least with the song title territory the uh, the, the deep nerdery and wonder that is uh, the world of science. And oh yeah, you, so, uh, you guys are one of them. <laughs> well, news. humanity is, is minuscule in comparison to what what can be known, right? So right, yeah, that's yeah, that's it's pretty. It's amazing that you could spend every waking moment, you know, taking in and, 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 and trying to interpret information, you'll never come close, you know, to, to seeing what's all is out there. Uh, it's just, I think it's just a testament to, you know, in life, there really is, there's, there, you get, you have exactly enough time to do whatever it is you need or want to do. Um, there's no, there's no explanation really, especially now for boredom. Uh, uh, maybe there, there maybe could be a little, uh, little more reflection. I think in people's day to day, so you know you could sort of cut the fat out of your life and other people's lives. You know, coming up other people's brains with stuff that's that's useless, which the internet does you know have a lot of. But you know it's sort of built in a, a reward response kind of fashion. So yeah. um, it's really interesting to see. You know, I think just the the, the uh, society is has become this very immediate feedback loop, uh, yeah. like matrix. You know, which is it's crazy because the you know what the guidelines that society follows shift every single day. You know, so yeah, and another reason not to get bored. You know, and to keep <laughs> your exactly. It's, it's- they, no, I was just gonna say it's almost like if, if you're if you're bored these days, like you really have no one to blame but yourself. I think with the, the amount of stimuli that's, that's around, it's everywhere. Yeah, like 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 smack yourself or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I think I think there's something in that too. Like watching the like the prevalence of the 24-hour news cycle, or you know, yeah, you know, just like I posted something and it didn't immediately get 15 likes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's not response reward. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, very much. It's, so. it's really, uh, and it, it, it informs like the choices that people make. You yeah. know, 
It does. It you're does. like, oh, I won't post anything. I, I don't want to, because you experience rejection every time. Uh, right, you, exactly. you post something, it doesn't get the, the level that you want. You're like, well, I'd rather post nothing, you know, and and wait till I have something really juicy, you know. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it forces people to, like, sort of, uh, uh, you know, self-edit a little bit or just, like, think before they, they speak, so to speak, yeah, online. One can hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but as Conan said earlier, they can all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback, sir. Nice callback. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, what other what other bands in Baltimore? Are, this is a total total shift from that like deeply esoteric and wonderful topic to like something totally mundane. Like, I loved, loved, loved Room Runner. And uh, Oxes, of course, but I can't think of many other Baltimore bands off the top of my head other than you guys. And so, what what other bands like are around or have been around that kind of like loomed large in the Baltimore world? Uh, for sure, uh, Horse Lords. Um, I was I'm a big fan of that band. Um, Hell of a name. Wow. Real, yeah, yeah. Um, TBH. Not actually that crazy about the name, but the band is great. Uh, I don't mind going on record saying that because uh, <laughs> we're not super tight or anything. So. Let the record show. <laughs> but I do I do like their music. Um, we played with them a couple times. Um, it's like real like uh, simple kraut rocky sort of instrumental stuff, kind of like deceivingly uh, minimal, but it's actually pretty layered and, and complex. Uh, it's fun fun listening music as I I like to call it. Okay. So I yeah big fan of them. There's a uh, some uh, another local band here called uh, Birth Defects, uh, who actually the old drummer Room Runner is playing with uh, right now. I don't know that he's a permanent band member or not, uh, but um, he's playing with them right now. Um, so um, yeah, big fan of them. Uh, trying to think of other stuff. There's a really cool electronic guy. Um, it's actually him and a few guys. This guy that owns the, one of the local record stores, the True Vine, excellent record shop. Okay. Uh, Jason Willett has something called Leprechaun Catering, which is just <laughs> <Wow>. really, <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, it's un, just unpredictable electronic uh, freak out music, uh, which I'm a big fan of. Nice. That, that's like a short list of some stuff on that's, that's a That's a pretty solid uh, recommendation list, I'd say. That's not a short list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, um, was Jason Willett the guy that was playing with Jad Fair for a while? Uh, yes. Okay. He actually is selling some of Jack Bear's art in, uh, in his shop. Okay, cool. They're like weird paper cutout skull things. Yeah, they're like snowflakey. Yeah, 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 (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Cool. I'm glad I could pull that name back out of my head. Sound familiar. Yeah, nice nice work. I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Josh.com. Yeah, why am I applauding? Uh, so, so with Baltimore being as, as close it is to the world of DC and politics and everything that, that happens there, is that something that you feel like uh, any presence or ubiquity of, or is it just far enough away that it seems like it's happening somewhere else? Oh, oh yeah, Baltimore. Um, I, I think just because the world has become more DC-like, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. Uh, but just a little more, uh, everybody's just kind of passing through a little, a little more impersonal. Um, yeah, I, I like that. But like, uh, if you sort of controlled for that, to use a scientific term, 
Uh, it's it's pretty different than DC. Um, uh, it's more similar, you know, than it was in the past. It used to be really like almost like the the negative of yeah. Washington DC. That's right. kind of always was my assessment. Uh, you know, only coming through on tour and just getting like a very you know Reader's Digest version. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's a lot more closely aligned now, but not not in a way that's uh, that can't be accounted for from just the way you know everybody has sort of what kind of gotten on the same page in certain respects. Yeah. Mm. To use highly ambiguous and deliberately <laughs> nebulous uh, <laughs> description. Yeah, well done. It's good. <laughs> like you, you can put that on the uh, the Chamber of Commerce website. I think it'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you really crunch that down, I just gave you like like three minutes of silence on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Baltimore. It's, it's different than DC, but not as much as it used to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you get hungry, eat some. <laughs> We do have fun here. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's the important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you're, um, what what kind of what kind of uh, you, know, you, you guys you guys are the tour a lot, and what what do you look for when when you're when you're putting together a tour? Like what what kind other than like good shows? Obviously, get you know it's nice to be able to break even, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, like what kind of things do you look for when you're putting together a tour? Well, um, definitely, uh, we look, you know, I, I try to work with people that I have worked with before. Generally, uh, it's good to, to have like lasting relationships with people. It's nice, uh, versus, you know, cold calling folks, you know, yeah. which <laughs> anybody who, when you're, if you're starting to, tour, if, if you've never booked a tour before, like, I promise you, you're going to be cold calling some people. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, you know, we've been at this for a long time. I generally do most of our booking. Um, and it's just, you know, over the years, you start to just get a sense. Uh, a lot of times you almost, you couldn't even articulate it to somebody, but you just get a sense of like, okay, I'm dealing with somebody who uh, cares about uh, as, about this show as much as I do. Um, and, you know, definitely now it's a lot more easy to be sort of, uh, you know, you, I hate to micromanage people. Um, so I don't, you know, I, I like to work with people whose instincts I trust. Um, but I, you know, I will still, you know, I keep in touch with people and try and stay afloat, you know, uh, you know, uh, amid all the new, you know, stuff that, you know, every year, just every day, new bands and new things are going down. So you gotta just, just pay attention, you know, and, you know, you, you reach out and you're respectful and, you, you know, don't send rambling messages to people you don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's a good mundane epiphany. I like that. <laughs> you know, I feel like that may be lost on some people, which I understand, you know, if you're inexperienced, that is something that could, you know, that, that happens. But, you know, I, I, and I think more and more people have sort of been able to hone in on that, you know. And, and once again, the, the, the homogenesis is intact and, you know, you, you can't tell, uh, you can't tell where you are, but yeah. yeah. Pretty much, uh, just the best you can, you know. And uh, that—that's that, my advice to, to, to anybody that um, 
wants to tour is, you know, if you have an idea, look into it, you know, uh, write stuff down, write it down over and over again, you know? Oh, yeah, that's good advice. You know, other than that, you know, you definitely tour, it's so sensitive, you know, like, uh, if you're not like hugely established, you know, you gotta, you gotta babysit a little bit, you gotta pay attention and, you know, keep in touch with people. Oh, yeah. And, it's pretty linear, you know. The more you you pay attention, the more care you put into it, the the better it is, you know. And and of course, you know, nothing's instant, you know. Give give yourself some time, you know. Sometimes there's lucky stuff, sometimes there's unlucky stuff. But uh, what's important is that one, you know, kind of is honest with oneself and does whatever they can think of uh, to to do it better. Mm, yeah. How about, how about that for him? That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the pauses really sold it. So that's, that's pretty solid, actually. <laughs> I imagined you like, like uh, on, a, on a carpet uh, in, in the lotus position while you were saying this again. Stupid, Zed. Uh, 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 Tour booking platitudes. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'd buy that book. It may be a small market. It's a niche market, but I, I'm definitely one of them. All right, PM me about that. Okay, right, yeah. Hey, point. you know what? Hey, screw this rock and roll business. We're gonna make some money, man. Finally, As your people will call my people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get this done. Yes. <laughs> get this done. <laughs> Uh, niche marketing. <laughs> Hilarious. So, I, I guess, uh, the, uh, you know, and, and again, I'd like to thank you for, for coming on the show and, and talking to Snake, especially on, uh, just not to open up the uh, behind the curtain too much, but relatively short notice, because I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad to pinch hit. <laughs> and I've been meaning to ask you to be in the show for at least a year and a half. And so I happened to, like... Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh man, that's awesome! I'm totally stoked to have Nick on this. This is gonna be this is gonna be rad." And it is a uh, little meta moment there. I pre- I appreciate you bumping me up on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess something that I, I established that I danced around the issue for you know the first 99 episodes. I just started explicitly asking folks in the hundredth episode, "Is uh, why do you why do you do what you do?" Uh, uh, because I can. <laughs> as good an answer yeah. as any. Why does Weirdly, it probably more. That's probably more on the mark than uh, than I even uh, meant it to be. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I yeah. because you can. <laughs> I like it. And we got we got some multi-cult shows coming up. You got uh, you're playing at the EMP, uh, or is it is yeah, no EMP article? Say again. Is there an is there an indefinite article there or no? Is it just EMP? Uh, uh, it is uh, EMP Collective. EMP Collective. Ah, that's with buildings. Yeah, uh, that's coming up uh, soon. <laughs> In yep, our uh, next, uh, November seventeenth. November seventeenth. This will definitely be on the internet stuff. before November seventeenth. I will guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. And then, uh, do you have more shows or uh, working on new songs? Uh, we're, we're actually trying to uh, buckle down. We we have like a ton of like ideas. We have you know. A couple hours of ideas, but you know we're uh, you know we to arrange songs. You know we're kind of like getting into that mode. It's been we've been really busy over the last year, 
Um, especially because our drummer Jake is in multiple bands too, ah. and he also travels for work. So um, it's always like a crazy uh, sort of uh, what's what's the term? Uh, I don't want to say Caligula like uh, apparatus, but it's just <laughs> like this. You know, everything it has to like fit in its compartment and timing chain, we, so we, to speak. So we would have accepted confluence of fuckery if you wanted to. Yes, <laughs> quite. Yeah. Yes, that. <laughs> so yeah, we we're, we're trying to take the uh, opportunity over the next few months to to really kind of focus on writing some new stuff uh, while we can. Well, and it, I'm looking forward to hearing it. I mean, uh, Position Remote, that, that's like what was my, one of my favorite records of the year. And it was a nice surprise because, again, I was just like, all I knew was like, God damn, that band's got a great name, and I bet I'm going to like them a lot. And I did, and you did. <laughs> well, we're happy to provide as advertised. <laughs> all right i appreciate it man uh it's, it's been so great talking to you looking, looking forward to hopefully see you soon right you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna make it out to the uh the, the, the midwest anytime soon what's happening oh yeah yeah we'll probably be back out again in the springtime you know i'm just hoping in the next couple months we can get some work in hit up your boy mike blaha from the blind shake can do it you can do it on air if you want to <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He did do that, and yep. we did play the show, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, all, all the best to uh, the other multicultures, and uh, yeah, and any any parting messages of peace, wisdom, understanding, or science based wisdom? Uh, do what you like. Nice. I like it. All right. I like it. <laughs> it's an ambiguous, unfounded statement. That's good. You're, 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 don't give it all away for free. Let's save something for the for the for the press when we make this book. All right. Yeah, we're trying out the DJ Khaled sort of paradigm. You know, we, you know, monosyllabic words. It's <laughs> solid. It's solid. With that are hard to pin down. All right, Nick. Take care, man. Thanks so much for being on the show, all right. brother. All right. Take care, man. Thanks. All right. Yeah, there he goes. Nick Scrobus. Oh, I never actually asked him for his. his uh, yeah, hold on. I never. Yeah! Sorry, <laughs> I was going to ask him to pronounce his name. I was a fucking asshole. And I totally didn't do it. Nick Multicult. Nick Multicult, exactly. <laughs> As he is in my phone. That's how you That's punk rock. All right, this is the repeating decimal point of trauma. Uh, oh, God, that's awesome. They have great song titles. <laughs> they really do. Man. It's just like, this, this band is like genetically engineered for me to like. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, and I should. That would have been a great thing to say when he was on the air, but I'll I'll message him about that. There way. you go. <laughs> uh, repeating decimal point of trauma goes a little something like this. Ah. <laughs>
particle shower Ow. by Multicult. Uh, that's a, as I was just saying off air, I was like, why the fuck don't I own this? And I, I really should. Well, it's about your time. It's about time. But, but speaking it, of things you own, Conan, yeah, uh, uh, tell you, I think, uh, I feel like I'm doing a, I'm doing a fucking uh, bitch and chimera here. So, uh, <laughs> tell me about that <laughs> tell record. Tell me about you the buy. record. <laughs> tell me about the record. Well, Josh, <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> Thank you for asking. You bet. This is like one of those terrible ads where like, tell us more about that business opportunity. <laughs> well, Chad. So this is the part where I ask you about the record. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, the, the the record that I played most of the songs uh, tonight, Position Remote. <clears throat> a great record. Yes. Total sleeper for me. And I bought a copy of it at the PRF Louisville. Oh, not this year, but wait. Yeah, two years ago? Two Wait. years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Wasn't the last one. Did I play the last one? I played the last one. Didn't yeah. play the one. No, I did play that one. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. I bought, I, I bought, I, I guess did I have. Did you play the first one? I played them all. I'm, all pl- right. I'm playing it right now, actually. Hey, wow. <laughs> that, that, that thing. <laughs> but at multi, w- w- all right. The fucking one Multicult played. Psalm was blown away, and I was like, God damn it. I need to just bite the bullet and buy this goddamn record. Yeah. But I hate Hate, 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 hate buying records and having to fly with them. Oh. It bums me out a lot. And oh, you got to plan for it. You do. And I, I did not plan for this. They just like they just literally just impressed me that much. I'm like, I got to get this goddamn yeah. record. <laughs> so I was talking to Nick uh, after, after the show. I was like, look, I, I totally want to buy your record, but- I don't want to take it on a plane with me. I don't want to be a dick, but like, you know, it's it's it's, it's like a long weekend and I will listen to the record. You know, I enjoy what you do, but like what's the, like can I get it later? He's he's like, I'll just send it to you. Nice. I'm like, Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah, I can give you money now. I was like, yeah, I'll send it to you. Just give me your address. And lo and behold he did. And I was That's like, fantastic. What a like a, a simple bro move. Yes. That I was like, that you just made life a lot easier for me yeah. by like, you know, taking this small this small gesture of kindness. <laughs> and, you gotta uh, plan for it though. I've I've You uh, do have to plan for it. I don't. I've taken records, uh you know I totally impulse buy all the goddamn time. It's terrible. <laughs> if I, I figure if I can get a you record. You do. I can see you doing yeah. that. I've d I mean I've definitely like is a carry on, but then again I get I don't just get one record. I get No, you, you know, got you got a whole yeah. scenario in your mind, you're like, this is all right. Yeah. It's like in your mind. You're like General MacArthur, and you've got like the battle plan set out. I need clothes. I need a computer, and here are my records. Yeah, good to go. Uh, but I figure and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I consider that an, an attribute, not a detriment. No, I figure if I can get records through a hi-fi tour in that van, yeah, uh, I'm good. <laughs> Which I have done multiple times. The Death Machine. Oh, Death Van. There is actually uh, uh, in the upcoming race of hi-fi songs, there's a tribute song to oh. the Death Van. Pour a little out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had to write a. Uh, I mean, we've owned a number of Death fans in the past, mm-hmm. but uh, we had to write a song about that one. It was, it was a special little broke ass machine. So when this when this record comes out, do I have you guys on as guests? Is that we're going to do this? Sure, that'd be interesting. Uh, I don't have to show up. I can. <laughs> <laughs> you could just be the co-host and pretend you don't know anybody. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, that's weird. How did you come up with that name? Mm, oh, mm, that's interesting. Really, mm, mm. So you it seems see- like you're uh, contentious and a little bit of a dick sometimes. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, use a lot of heavy, uh, large, large muscle movements. What's the deal with that? So, uh, a, lot, a lot of jumping around and flailing. I don't understand. <laughs> Flailing about with you, huh? Yeah. What a, <laughs> what a remarkably dismissive thing to say. A lot of flailing, <laughs> lot of flailing about flailing with about. you. <laughs> that is the that is the, the the kind of thing you could only get away with with your own band. 
Looks up. Flailing, huh? Yeah, luckily he'll never listen. He, never, he doesn't listen to the show. I don't think he even listened to the episode he's on. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, man. That's right. All you people that are not podcast people, welcome to me talking trash about What's you. What's up? Hey. I'm not going to do that. No, I'll go. Guess what, though? What? Speaking of tour. Oh, it worked. Hey. <laughs> Look at that. What a segue. Being in tour on a van, you were just in yeah! tour on a van. Yeah, yeah. Not nearly long enough, which is pretty much how I feel about almost every tour I've ever been on. Oh, I feel the opposite with every tour I've ever been on. But you go ahead. <laughs> we have wildly different bands. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not home yet? Oh, God. Like, oh, God, this is awful. What am I, I doing in my life? So I hate everything. Fucking Salt Lake City. Oh, only had that, that, that exquisite book of... Tour oh, yes. <laughs> yes. The, the booking platitudes. <laughs> Book, booking platitudes. Coming he, soon. Your arm was blocking the board, so I didn't see what it was. So I, I, I did Ooh, tour aphorisms I feel is okay. Talking about behind the curtains right there. It's, it's right there. <laughs> it's it's right there on the whiteboard. No, I really mean that. It's right, it's right there, there on the whiteboard. Right the Kona Neutron story. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we uh, played some of the rock and roll. Yeah. Um, Secret friends this round was, of course, Tony and myself, Nick from God Eaters on, on Ye Olde Drums, and uh, the mighty Erica Stroud of Motherfucker on uh, second guitar. Hell of a lineup there. It was great. Um, yeah, we played a place that uh, had a uh, Ypsilanti, mm. Michigan. Uh, there's a lot of fog machine and lasers, <laughs> but they do, they, do nice. this, they do this thing called Rock and Roll Rummage. Okay, sure. So so it's, it's kind of like a traveling... Uh, traveling rock and roll vintage store that they set up stuff at the venue and you have like yeah oh wow here's an obscure halloween poster with jamie lee curtis here's like you know some crazy old cramps record like yeah it's like really cool stuff that you would find in a store but they set up the whole fucking thing at these venues it's fantastic yeah it's it's really cool yeah and um i think tony got like four like pins <laughs> and things like that <laughs> oh like, yeah he was showing off those pins and uh saw those on facebook like the whole tour yep. like, check it you know check that out and uh it, there was a super fun show the the lucid furs uh played, which that that was something <laughs> that like literally as we were driving to the to the show about like two hours in i'm like oh lucid <laughs> furs lucifer uh -oh. oh and everyone like lost their shit because of course i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> And like Captain Wordplay over here totally did not miss like what is one of the most obvious plays on words ever. Uh, they were good though, very very much uh, in the sort of classic Alice Cooper band, big rock band, nice kind of kind of thing. Oh, so it's, um, a, it's so it's a fitting name. It's a fitting name. Yeah. The the uh, Karen, the front woman, came highly recommended by Scott Boynick and. Um, she was rad. Uh, she, she was a compelling front woman. They're a great band. They put out a good record. I don't remember what it was called. It's still in the van, uh, but they they were they were a highlight for sure. We played a pretty good, well photographed set. I, yeah, I felt really good about it. There were yeah. some great photos. There was there was, there was me really making resting Watt face on one of them, which is now the flyer <laughs> for another show. Yep. Uh, there's one that like I basically am making resting Falco face, yeah. <laughs> which is now my profile picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's Tony making the exact same face he makes in every single picture He's ever. Tony face. Yeah. Tony face. <laughs> everyone, everyone was very. It was a very well photographed show. I, I got to hang out with a friend of mine, uh, John, uh, who I actually know as Zoshi X O C H I, yeah. uh, San Francisco expat. That uh, he moved. Uh, with with his with his wife, he moved to to Michigan like about fifteen years ago. Mm. So I know from like way back in the Replicator days. Like we used to play all the time. Literally haven't seen him since then. 
Wow. So super cool to catch up with it's him. Fantastic. Uh, he was <laughs> something that that I seem to get a lot from from the quote unquote old timers coming out is is <laughs> is, is, is like mystif- a mystified reaction of like you're still hitting this just as hard as you used to. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't learn, I guess. I don't I know. Guess. I just kind of do the same thing, you know? And, and But people are just like, oh, my God, that's so great. I'm like, is it? I don't know. I mean, sure. it's like, what no. I do. It's, it's like kind of who I am. I'm not really doing a thing so much. But that's good. So, yeah. Super, super cool hanging out with him. Uh, Nate Dort of the, the PRF mm-hmm, came mm-hmm. out of that. Super. It, it, was a, it was a really fun, cool, weird show. Awesome. Weird, mostly because of the fog machine and lasers. <laughs> I mean, it got to the point where I seriously thought that like there was like someone beaming down in front of me. But <laughs> really, really good show. We got to get a lot of Scott time in, which which yes. is awesome. He's uh, he's someone he's someone I would love to have in the show that I realize actually goes on more side sidebars than I do. Yeah, yeah, it would be uh, <laughs> we'd get a long way off. Like it'd be like deviations on a theme, the sidebar story by Scott Boynick and Conan Neutron. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, instead of the uh, the bullet point list I usually use, it would just be like a series of arrows. And just <laughs> it would look like somebody uh, tracking uh, a murder. Uh, uh, <laughs> push pins and like lines red, going every which way. Red yarn. I uh, love love you, Scott. Love yes. you dearly. But like, yeah, like it's it's and, and like I was very self aware of that uh, the entire time we were hanging out, and everyone was like, "Yeah, you guys are both like really bad about that." I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, it's fine. Uh, Chicago. We got to get some some of that deep dish. That, oh yeah. Uh, the um. The kids. That's not pizza. You're talking about. <laughs> I, I did. I see pizza. I said deep dish. Yeah, yeah. That's I said. It. I, yeah, I'll yeah, say it. I got, it, was, I, it was. It was fucking delicious. Thank you very much. Yeah, oh, it's fine. It's just you know, it's not pizza. And, it's something else. <laughs> and played a really awesome. Uh, oh, we went to like two music stores. I, I, oh. I kind of talked. Uh, I, I guess I talked Strout into buying a, a smoking amp. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, because she like picked them. I was like, "Well, what the hell was this?" I'm like, "Oh, dude, those things are badass! Like those, like yeah. you know, you plug them into like a cabinet, and it sounds amazing. It, they're like one of the best recording amps in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a secret weapon for like overdubs. Yep. Is that like you put that in and you just fucking crank it, and it sounds like you're playing through like you know four Marshall stacks, right? <laughs> and you're playing through a little two watt amp that's built into a cigarette pack. And yeah, like, I think I gotta get this. I was like, "Hell yeah, yeah. you do! Let's mic that shit up! Hell yeah!" Uh. So that's a story about how I sold my bandmate a smoking amp, I guess. But sure, <laughs> like you were at the uh, music exchange. Yeah, right? and we we uh, we played a great show with 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 rented rooms. Yeah, band. so good. Love them so much. Uh, Stomatopod played a, a very yeah. excellent, very excellent show. I like the multi amp Stomatopod. Oh, when uh, John does the uh, the the was the, the tremolo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the, the phasing thing, which apparently drives Elliot crazy. I'm just, I'm just unleashing <laughs> all the secrets here. He's, he's like, he's like, uh, Elliot like always looks at me disapprovingly when I hit, when uh, I hit that. But it's great because it like you know kind of. Sure. Blah, 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 I don't blah. think I've ever seen the multi amps modified. That that was actually Tony and I were talking about it, and that was that was seen uh, the Milwaukee PRF. They played through well they played through the secret friends gear <laughs> because yeah. that's uh, that was most of the oh, did they, okay they, they buy amp there and that was the I one where tony was like oh man they're really good God, and okay I, I was there obviously I, and i was <laughs> like yeah like they are really good and i think what it is is that i like uh i like big loud fucking stupid rock and roll as well oh, yeah. down to but i mean they were fantastic they, they brought this uh inflatable ghoul i guess you would call it <laughs> we'll just go ahead and call it a ghoul sure uh, you know, like, hey, everybody, come to the sale and buy the thing. Yeah, you know, like yeah, one yeah. of those things. 
and that was around that that got gradually more harassed and involved sure. in the show as the night goes on. <laughs> no, uh, listen, like I love them as people, obviously because they're great, but I'm I'm never like there was this thing that solidified at one of the Thunder Snows where John. Like there were balloons everywhere, so a bunch of them. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Under John's shirt, and then he just like at one point just careens in the audience, playing the fucking solo from "Smells Like Teen Spirit" in just the middle of a completely different yeah, song. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, I love you forever. He's <laughs> he's such an interesting fellow because he seems like not like if you were to be like, here's a hundred people, which is the one that's going to cut loose the most and do the most unpredictable thing? You yeah. would never think it's going to be him. No. And I say that, John, love you. Absolutely. But I, like, I would never in a thousand years be like, it's that guy. Yeah. It's that guy that looks like, you know, like maybe he's like uh, works in HR or something. Yeah. You know, like never. But he does. And it's fucking awesome. And Another random small town Iowa boy like me. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? They're, they're really good. They're, they're a really good band. I, I'm uh I was I was stoked to play with them. That that was good. Tim, yeah. Midyet of oh. Silkworm, Bottomless Pit, Mint Mile, friend of the show, former guest of the show, future guest of the show. Hey. Breaking the news right here, folks. <laughs> Next week, uh, Tim's gonna be in studio. That's gonna be so cool. But yeah, it's Harlan. There we go. That's yeah. right, studio audience. Right. I'm gonna be in the mighty presence. Uh, he he did a set. Mint Mile couldn't play the show, so he played a. Um, he played a solo set but it was oh. just him and his and his, his 12 string baritone yeah and uh, like with crazy like he had a whole thi- it was he's basically single handedly stating a case for that instrument as far as I'm concerned yeah like, pretty, oh, so awesome pretty badass and uh, it, was, uh, it was it was a beautiful thing it was it was real neat and it was meant a lot to me that he did it because it's like yeah. it's like oh wow it's kind of cool you know one of your favorite guitar players oh I'll open the show I'll play them. okay so sure sounds alright yeah. <laughs> sounds okay golly I guess I'm like okay <laughs> yeah I was like I guess I'll put up with that amazing thing <laughs> yeah, happening at my show seems yeah. that might, like that might be an okay thing to have I happen guess. sure <laughs> uh, yeah and then we uh, we went to Rich's Rich's shop and um, were there for a really long time oh, it's like, hard it's, it's easy to spend a lot of time in that store Tony was trying to get me to buy a 12 string and I was like man stop fucking <laughs> no I don't need it he's like you can write songs with it I know I can't I don't need it oh, 12 strings I, I know, know. It's, uh, I know it's a slippery slope my friend <laughs> What I really it's like, I, it's like I, the slow creep of communism. Yeah. <laughs> they nip that in the bud. <laughs> but I like um speaking of that kind of thing though, I like Matt Pike uh plays in High on Fire. He's got that nine string where yeah. he's got the double on just the high ones. It's just like it has that weird Josh from the fucking champs. He got that from Josh from the, from the fucking oh, yeah? champs. And like there's yeah, it's it's fucking That's cool. Such a cool it's like the silver tone, I think, or whatever. Okay. Um, uh but yeah, it's it works, man. Yeah. That shit it, it, works. It's funny how it gives you that sound without actually having all of them paired like that. Yep. And it's then cool. uh, it, so, and then we, we played a very bizarre show. We opened for uh, a TV show, and that was cool and weird yeah. and bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was- uh, It's the oddest things happening down south. You, know, you, you try all kinds of things, and uh, you know, some, sometimes it's uh, rocket ships across the sky, and sometimes it's like just things that happen, but it's always great when you're playing with people that you love, and yes. you're playing with, with people that you love playing with, and uh, I felt really good about all the shows. And I just only reason I felt sad when it was over is because I wanted to do more of them. Yeah, and, uh, you know. I mean, yeah. When you, when you you know you're putting together a band like that for a limited amount of time and just like oh don't oh, oh we could do more. Oh, and, you know. That was it, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm. It's fine. It's I I I know where I, I know where I'm at. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's uh you know it's a long life. Oh yeah, you so, got plenty more people to play with yet. I, I'm again stoked for whatever I'm able to do. 
I, I think I actually made the promise to, oh, God, I forgot. In Ypsilanti, John's uh, was like, yeah, my daughter listens to Art of Murder like, all the time. I was really <laughs> bummed out this wasn't an all-ages show. I'm like, oh. oh. I was like, well, I've got an easy solution. I guess we'll come back and play an all-ages show. There you go. Right? <laughs> Just got to get that done. That's the next this, this, the next goal and the next goal. I guess we're coming back to fucking Ypsilanti. Yep. <laughs> Turn on the fog machines, everybody. <laughs> get that. Get those lasers ready. Here oh, we yeah. come. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fucking happening Woo. right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yep. that's 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 um. I guess that was that was what I was up to. When was, yeah. was the last time I saw you? Was uh, the last show uh, right? uh, with work? No, we we were hanging out for Halloween. We watched uh, watched oh, some movies. We did. We watched, what did we watch? Uh, we watched uh, Rocky Horror. It was the Peanuts. Um, oh yes, the Peanuts Christmas or Christmas uh, uh, Halloween special. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was just thinking of my favorite one. Jesus, the yeah. only thing the only thing I like about Christmas. Uh, but yeah, the Peanuts Halloween special. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that that's you know that, yeah. that's. It's like you know, you know what you're. It's like Planet of the Apes. You know what you're getting into. Oh yeah, it's a great pumpkin. And guess what? It's going to be the great pumpkin. Yeah. Guess what? You know, or Snoopy, whatever. <laughs> There's not going to be ninjas in this. Well, well. You never know no. what Snoopy's going to get up to. You know, World War Two flying ace. Right, right. He might be dressed as a ninja. It's but true. Like a proper ninja. He might be dressed as a, as a Jennifer Beals. Proper ninja would be a hell of a band name. Proper ninja. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I'd go see him. I would be intrigued. <laughs> proper ninja. Proper ninja. I'm, th- mm. I'm thinking like a ninja with the, you know, the, the. <laughs> he's like he's trying to get the proper posture and have like, the book <laughs> on their head. I was just thinking a bunch of like uh, black belt posh kids. Oh, okay, <laughs> you, you can know. also do the uh, the very proper ninja. Do the proper. You could like have it. Oh, like that also. props. Yeah. Uh, okay. Some show. Oh, <laughs> but we uh, so I'm sure you got here, huh? Ugh. Yeah, it was it was cool. I like doing stuff. Yeah, you yeah. did a bunch of stuff too. Yeah. You did, did some of the fuzz box. Uh, yeah, stuff, yeah. Went down right? and did a, did a did a fuzz box set down, did down, it. down in Chicago there that we do at Crown Liquors on the first Friday of every month and had a good time. And uh, tickets still uh, available. The tickets always available. <laughs> uh, we had a we had a lovely fun show on the uh, on the Saturday last up at the uh, high dive there up on, in River West. Our friends from Lollipop Factory were doing a little oh, bit of touring. Yes, yes, it I, was uh, really good to see them. I I totally intended to go to that, and we we went to Pleasant Prairie and bought shoes instead. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a euphemism. Fucking shoes. And and and, and to be fair, they, I got a great deal on these shoes. Yeah, and, and they're and they're wonderful. So you got to go um, to the outlet. I know. I know. Yeah, I, but it was. I was like, wow, we're gonna miss this fucking show. <laughs> and also, <laughs> yes, and yes, Ron Purdy. That's when. Um, that's when I mentioned that we were the Avengers of uh, rock and roll music, and you decided that we should be the West Coast Avengers as well. And don't think I've forgotten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember. I remember that shit. You didn't say Great Lakes Avengers, so I appreciate Ooh. that. Hey. Well, half of the, you know, yeah, hey. Well, yeah, come on. <laughs> come, come on. on. Come on. Um, hey, come on. But yeah, uh, yeah but that seemed like a great, a great show. Fantastic. Columbines. Columbines. Who, who, who else? Uh, Rally. Uh, who I love, obviously. And, uh, Lars from Metallica, who unfortunately, uh, Lars did not make it to the show. It's a, it's a shocker for everybody. Uh, neither did Neil. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit more of a shocker. That, was, that was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Neil was, uh, you know, on, he was on the phone trying to get to the show. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lars, pilot in the helicopter, man. Yeah, he just, he's, he can't a, pre- he's, can't he's an erratic him. soul. Yeah. He does what he wants. 
Uh, but yeah, it was a fantastic show. Um, I really like the high dive as a venue just because the, the way they've had it set up. I've been to a lot of shows there since I moved here. Like a lot, I've been like more shows there than anywhere else. I think. Yeah, it's really picking up. Um, it's a you know it's a small little place with a little tiny stage, but a good powerful PA. And the thing is, it's free. It's a free. Sh- like, oh yeah, they it never is, charge yeah. at the door. They always pay out of the bar. You know what I like about shows here? They're free. They're free. <laughs> <laughs> but like it takes it takes away a you know a big excuse for a lot of people. Where are you? Yeah, even if it's like uh, a five I don't bucks show. $7. Just like yeah, whatever. Okay, you got no excuse. There. And the same people are at the bar the whole night too. Oh, yeah. I want to point out, but yeah, exactly. But that's the thing at the high dive. They're still buying those drinks, yep. and then that money goes right on back Yo. to the band. It's fucking fantastic. It's a, it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. I like it a lot. Yeah, so that was that was, uh, that was a big chunk of what I was up to. Otherwise, just uh, Sunday we didn't have a regular practice. We were just playing around with all our new toys. Mm. It's been a bunch of uh, new keyboards and synthesizer things. Nice. Nice. Kind of waiting for uh, kind of waiting for this hi-fi record to get written so we can uh, basically pull a machine cuisine six-finger satellite and just go all <laughs> go super all weird. Synth? Yeah. <laughs> no, not this is the one you're gonna go Real super weird. weird? Okay. No, 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 right. no, 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 not weird. Real weird. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a soundbite if ever I heard one. <laughs> Facts. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. That's good. That's, uh, that's about it for but me. There's, there's, some, uh, there's some stuff coming up where uh, there's going to be... Oh, Christ, I'm turning 40. Yeah? Uh, December 5th, Cactus Club. December 5th. You're beating me to it. By <laughs> four months, five I'm months. Probably, probably going to beat you by every other birthday as that's well. That's true. But, I mean, to the day. <laughs> That's, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Foxface yes. playing. Uh, Their new record is out. It's fantastic. Former guest of the show. Yes, really recently. Former guest of the show. Yeah, uh, I picked uh, it up, but I haven't had a chance to listen I, to it yet. I know. <laughs> I sad. To, this weekend. This weekend, I'm buckling down because. Yeah, I love them. They're 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 great. I, I what I've heard of it, it's fantastic. I oh, need yeah. to just actually buy the goddamn thing. Yep. Uh, uh, Foxface. Uh, it's Conan O'Shea the Secret Friends mm-hmm. and God Eaters. Yeah, are playing, and then also there's gonna be a magic set, not yes. like Magic the Gathering, actual stage magic stage by Justin Purcell of uh, the Cell Phones, and he is one hell of a magician, a legitimate badass. He's so good, and that's gonna be you're gonna want you're gonna want to be there for you, all of that. You're gonna want to see this, folks. You're really gonna want to see, see it. That's a hell of a lineup. And you know uh, you're gonna be forty. I'm gonna be forty, and it's on happens. my actual birthday, yeah. which I decided was a genius idea. It's like, cool, everybody who likes Tuesday shows. No, nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I had to ask off the morning and the next next morning. Yeah, make sure I could get it, off. But it, I did. I did it. Yeah, I'll be there. Go. And uh, of course, we'll be, be, be you, What will you be? What will you be doing there, Josh? Well, I'll be drinking, and also playing some records in between hey. bands. You know. <laughs> Do a little DJ set there. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, I, always, yeah. I always like your, your, your you have a very uh, attentive and deliberative style of DJing that I always appreciate. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and that'll be also be a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a pre set for. Uh, and this is the first time I'm announcing this. This is a oh, oh, oh. special special news. Uh, uh, I don't have a drum roll. That's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, for the uh, we got a lot of street hit live stream there. A little bit of malware on the computer here. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, Ed. Um, for the, I want to say, oh God, it's probably like 12th or 13th year in a row. Uh-huh. Uh, my Christmas Eve, Christmas Orphans DJ set at Cactus oh, Club. Oh, cool. That is confirmed. All right. And so that was, that is uh, a set where I play uh, Christmas favorites, 
none of the bad ones, all of the good ones. Only the stuff that doesn't suck. Exactly. And uh, all of my favorite uh, new songs from the year. It's kind of like right. sum up, sum up of the year. All right, all right, all right. So that'll be happening Christmas Eve if you're in Milwaukee. And it's still happening even if you are in Milwaukee. But if you're in Milwaukee, you should be there. Exactly. Uh, I also would be remiss if I did not mention that we're playing Blank Fest. Yeah. Uh, this is in, in Racine. This is really the plugs part of the show. Sorry, folks. Uh, but we got to get it in some point. Sneak up on you. Yeah, they, they sneak up on you. Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, December 9th. Yes, in Racine. Yeah. And this is uh, going to be with Body Futures. Yeah. Who are wonderful. Yeah. And uh, and Dead is Dead, who I uh, I like a lot. They're mm. awesome. So we played them in Triple Life Fest. All right. Then. And this is a benefit for folks in need. You bring a blanket. You bring like provisions, the kind of thing you might need if you're not lucky enough to have a home and be mm. in a hospitable place, such as a place with winter. Oh, so winter. It would be nice if Blankfest did not have to exist, but it's even nicer that it does because it mm-hmm. is needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy to be playing this. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. This I is uh, Ron and JJ are, are doing it, and it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I would, there's nothing I would rather miss the Jesus Lizard for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to be playing the same old songs anyway. Yeah, I've seen it. Seen it. Saw it. Been there. Sure, he broke it on my show that they were doing it, but yeah, well, <laughs> I'll see it next time. <laughs> well, and it, if he it, breaks down the show next time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> be more a little explicit next time, Dwayne. Yeah. Get on the stick. It's not enough. Stop hinting around, goddammit. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm really excited to be playing Blank Fest. And, uh, yeah. Weirdly, I think it's going to be the first Secret Friends show with Body Futures. I think. I think, really? right? Uh, yeah, I think so. No. Yeah. Re- wow. I think so. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Who'd have thunk it indeed? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hell of a show. <laughs> uh, there's a... Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I meant this one. Oh, that show, yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 that one? That's yeah. the one? Okay. Hello, Michelle. Fair enough. <laughs> We're going to have... jeez. Um, oh, so I mentioned Tim next week. That's yes. going to be awesome. Looking forward to that. Uh, he's going to be in person, too. That's that's always a nice treat. This is gonna be yeah. so, that's going to be the, the third in person in the new studio, but the first is just a person instead of like a whole crew of people drinking. Yes. So a little, little more focus. Love you, Foxface. Love you, work. Oh, those episodes were fantastic. Yeah, but, they're, they're uh, great, but... It was a little off the rails. Uh, you know. In a good way. Exactly. I was entertained. I, maybe I don't like the rails. Maybe I don't. <laughs> Fuck a rail, right? <laughs> maybe I like the interstate highway system. Ever oh, think about that? No, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got its advantages, but man, it I does like, have its advantages. I really do like trains. Anyway, <laughs> but not the band train. Let's no, be clear the, about that, no, folks. not them or their wine. I think I've never tried. Oh, they it, do have I, wine. They oh. do. I'm assuming it's awful. It fucking pisses me off. <laughs> Everything about that band pisses me off. Well, yeah, the fact that they have their own wine. Ugh. Unless it's spelled W H I N E, I don't want to know from it. <laughs> Train wine. Exactly. Aww. They sure do. Yes. <laughs> there they sure it is. do. There you go. So, you were saying? What was it? I don't know what it was. Oh, See, we're just talking about the, the in studio guests perfect, that we've had. Per- perfectly had deviations, a- perfect, perfectly reasonable deviations from the beaten track is the first B-sides collection of Conan Neutron <laughs> Secret Friends. And I love it not just because it's a, uh, well, I shouldn't break this on the air, but I'll go, I'll go ahead and say it. That, like, that's a, uh, that is a homage to a book by uh, one of my favorite people of all time, Richard Feynman, the physicist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it, the, the cover is even a uh, kind of takeoff of the, of the cover of that book. Nice. And that's what better <laughs> to call a B-Sides collection. But of course, uh, if that was not already taken as a book, it would be perfectly deviation, perfectly reasonable deviations from the beaten track, the Conan Neutron story. There it is. We've established. But you can use it in different contexts. You can. It's, it's fine to recontextualize things. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying? No, I was done. Okay. No. <laughs> no, we were just talking well, about that's the. Good, uh, so are we? Yeah, no, we were just talking about the uh, the in in studio guests that we like having in the studio. Oh, uh, it's always fun. That's uh, right. I didn't get back. I didn't get See, back from Tim. I'm getting back uh, around. Keith Rammer. Yes, from the mighty fucking Decroitson. Coming in. It's going to be November thirtieth. We're taking Thanksgiving off because uh, because we have things to do. Because we got shit to do. Come on. Don't listen to the archive. You really want to be sitting in front of your computer listening to this on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I don't. Come on. Come on. I want to be watching Mr. Yeah, Science. I don't even want to listen to this. <laughs> I want to right now. On Thanksgiving only, I know. <laughs> the rest of the time I do. I listen to it all the time. It's my favorite show. That's, uh, that's how I know that the Fox Face and Work episodes were so good. Is yeah, they are. It's, 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 it's a, you know what, man? Take my notes. It's his, I, I doubt myself all the time. This is a pretty good fucking show. Yeah, it's all right. I listen, I listen to a lot of shows. It's still okay. Yeah. You it's know, all right. If you're into that kind of thing, not me. I'm going to murder. No. As you establish. You are in a murder, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. It's an, it's an artful thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Keith Rammer, I'm stoked to have him on, man. One of my yes. favorite dudes and a uh, hell of an artist, hell of a, hell of a musician. He's going to be November 30th. Yes, come, indeed. Come, coming up. Let's, let's stay tuned for that. Keep, keep your browser <laughs> tuned to radionope.com. Keep slamming that F5. <laughs> keep mashing that play button. <laughs> Mash the flame. Hit that shit as hard as you can. <laughs> Guys, some show. Oh, some show. Oh. <laughs> All right. I can't believe we finished the show and the Luna Storm didn't even have any batteries. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's a sad time state of affairs, really. Hey, everybody. This was uh, <laughs> this was episode number... What was it? Was three? three? Four? Four. 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 Protonic reversal. Thank you for listening to it. <laughs> you uh, gotta get some show on This is some show. <laughs> some show, alright. Some show. As we come to the close of our broadcast <laughs> RadioNeutron.com for the archives. Uh, the show airs every Thursday, 7 p.m. Central. Farewell transmission. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain <laughs> on RadioDope.com. Signing off. <laughs> Mr. Radio Dope All the ships at sea. Live listeners, please stay tuned for the sound of my voice. Music on. With music on. I think it's a stand-up comedy thing Is it? this week. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess I could just look on the, the screen. Two feet from me. You know. I want to give a special shout out actually uh, while we were gone. Brian did an all XTC episode. Yes. And this is how good they, uh, that band is. He played none of my favorites, and the show was still extremely nice. That's how good XTC is. And thanks, Brian, for doing that. Big thanks to Nick Scrub is from uh, Multicult. Yes. Great, great band, great guest. Thanks this for agreeing to be on the show. Go find them at multicult.bandcamp.com. Look it up on your Googles or your Funko Wagons. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Dial them up. Uh, I think that's about it. Anything else? Group 128. That's all I got. Dark and lonely. Some show. All right. 
Check you later. Got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
This is a real goddamn emergency!